Hey, welcome back to Divas, Diamonds, and Dollars podcast, helping you live your best life, offering whole life insights and a unique perspective from two sisters and sisters, speaking to the collective sisterhood of women everywhere. And for all you evolved men out there, welcome. We bring you the key success principles for personal finance, leadership, and business to help empower you with the tools and strategies to help you get ahead and succeed at a higher level. I am your host, Larissa Troach, and we are having a special episode today of, uh, we'll call it Hot Topics, People Are Talking. And um, we invite you to lean in for possibly the best conversation you have had all week. Now, before we get started, of course, you want to take a moment to invite you to subscribe to Divas, Diamonds, and Dollars podcast so you never miss an exciting episode. And if you really want to support us, do make sure that you share with a friend. All righty. So I don't know if you remember this, um, but once upon a time, the conversation would be like, okay, so what's, what's your zodiac sign? You know, I like cancer and I enjoy long walks on the beach and, you know, whatever kind of isms come out your mouth. But now, of course, it's all about the generation labels, right? You know, when were you born, for example? Are you a boss baby boomer? Gen X, that's 1965 to 1980. Are you a manic millennial? I, I added that. Okay, that's that's me. They're just called millennials, but I, I dubbed them the manic millennials. Or are you Gen Z? And you know what that means is, well, what are we calling people who were born after 2012? We're out of the alphabet, so where do we start again? Okay, so we're going to jump into recent assaults on personal freedoms. Now, according to info.axix.org, the working definition of a generation is a group of people born within a certain period of time whose uh, shared age and experiences shape a distinct world view. And so I think we are, how many generations are we? We are, well, we're only two generations apart. So this should be a good, good convo. So I was sharing our last uh, podcast called Reclaiming Your Independence when today's guest Eric Troach raised his hand to share the male point of view, if you will, about recent court decisions and a host of other head scratchers taking place as the wacky world turns. So Eric, thank you for joining us today. Would you like to introduce yourself a bit or do you want to jump right in? Uh, I'm Eric, the son of Larissa, your podcast host here, and the nephew of your other podcast host. I'm here to share my opinion. Stuff is crazy. I'd like to give my two cents. <laughs> okay. So, Eric, um, have you heard of that uh, new quiz show called uh, Generation Gap, by chance? I have, actually. I saw a trailer. It, I haven't I, I, watched it, but it is hosted by Kelly Ripa, Miss Perky herself, and pairs teams of seniors and juniors, challenging them to um, answer questions about pop culture from each other's generations. Now, I imagine that that's highly entertaining as, you know, some, some folks are, I don't want to use the word hip. Hip is an old word, but anyway, so, but I mean, it just, I, I, I know it's for entertainment value only, but I imagine that it is, um, what's that called? What's that called? I don't know, they're going for last, but I think it also serves to highlight that there are substantial gen uh, differences between the generations, how we see things. Um, and I don't know, 
if that is part of what's going on today. Because um, if you look at who's quote unquote running the show, they all have a certain eerie resemblance to people who don't look like us. I'm just going to say that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, there's so much going on. Uh, it's enough to make your head spin, I'm going to say, or maybe curl into a fetal ball. So, Eric, what do you think? Are we having growing pains or a complete meltdown? I would say both, definitely, 100%. Oh, 50-50, I guess, if you will. Um, there's definitely a generation gap and a lack of understanding between the generations, understanding and acceptance between the generations. You know, we see things as this way because this is how we were brought up. They see things this way because this is how they were brought up. And for some people, it's really hard to find a balance or some sort of compromise or acceptance. And if you're just stuck in your ways, you're just stuck in your ways. And the people who are running the show right now are just stuck in their ways. And the rest of us are along for the ride, unless, you know, obviously you can do something about it or make some sort of attempt to do something about it. But I think it's understanding and compromise is part of a big part of the problem right now. Lack of understanding or compromise, I should say. Okay, yeah, I was waiting for that qualifier. Uh, and so, I mean, I would see that as growing pains. How do you see that as the, what's it called? The meltdown. Where's the meltdown aspect? The meltdown is everybody's just losing their mind. I mean, that's pretty evident on a day-to-day basis that everybody's just losing their mind. People are just flipping out. You just, they're snapping. People can only take so much and then they just lose it. You know, it's been said that, I mean, I feel like a lot of the <clears throat> finger pointing or the reasoning that people use for uh, the insanity that is now is, you know, COVID the last two years, what, 2020, where are we? Yeah, I don't know, two and a half years now. And I'm just, I feel like that's part of it. I mean, it did cause Maybe they just brought everything to the forefront because these last two years have been a huge, huge challenge. And don't want to say it opened my eyes. I don't know if it opened my eyes or just really tore my heart. Um, Because, I mean, I don't think things were perfect before 2020, but I don't think they were this bad. I mean, I guess that's, what is it called? Bad is relative, depending on what your viewpoint is or if things are going your way or if they're not going your way. But, you know, I don't, I don't want to turn this into a grab session because we could slip around the corner real quick line. But, you know, certain things kind of make me feel like we're in a third world country or developing country. I mean, the supply chain issues that we are still having. I'm so frustrated, frustrated, not being able to use cash, right? It's like, I went to Home Depot last week or earlier this week, and I did pay with cash. I was like, okay, which one of these machines, uh, self-serve, you know, takes cash? And, you know, these two registers over here. Well, I got shorted on my change. And I'm like, I really wanted to say something, but okay, what am I going to do? Because it was was only a penny. Oh. Only. Um, But I'm just saying, this is a big box store and I expect things to work is really what the issue was. But had it been more than a penny, yes, I would have spoken up. But I'm just saying, we're two years in, two and a half years into this. To say that we're, we were, there's still a coin shortage. 
I don't believe that. I just, you know, think that they don't want to make any more coins. And if that's the case, then you change the monetary system, say no more coins from here on, and then I can deal. Don't just say we're short of coins. I went to the movies the other day and I wanted to use cash. And she's like, well, I'm not going to be able to give you change. I'm like, oh. The thing of it is, I don't like putting my card into these machines because they're not doing a good job protecting our information. So, I mean, it's a whole thing. But anyway, do you think all this is because of the pandemic or was I just not paying attention before? What do you think? I would start with it sounds like a coastal thing. Maybe that's a California and a New York thing. I haven't seen a coin shortage sign or any sort of indication like that. Ever? Probably, a, no, 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 I was going to say about a year or maybe like six to eight months or something, but I haven't seen, there's no coin shortage here. I go, the the, the I sign's haven't. not up. They're just not giving you change. They're still saying they can't give change. So I don't know. Right. If it's, but I'm saying that's somehow probably one of those coastal things. We're probably California and New York and, it's, you know, everything, everybody in between is probably fine. I haven't, I remember the whole coin shortage thing in the beginning, but it's been a long time since it's been an issue here i know that for sure uh, but as far as the result of what's happening with the i don't see how that could be tied into covid or the, you know that, that part of the pandemic I, maybe i guess if you don't have enough workers at the factory where they make coins the mint or whatever it is i mean other than that i don't see how, how it could have any sort of relation to the pandemic which sounds like a, a nuisance and, and, and you know it's very annoying and I don't, I'm not okay with getting a shortage change. I know that if yeah. it's a penny, yeah, but I, so you're saying they didn't give you your penny just because they didn't have it or allegedly they didn't have it. It didn't say anything. It just didn't give it to me. You know, you put your <laughs> bills in and then the choice. Oh, oh, I got you. I'm in the self-service, not a person. Cause if I had been oh. talking to a person, I would have said, uh, <coughs> excuse me. But anyway, um, let's see. So, well, let me ask you another way. Are we better off or worse off than 10 years ago? Any I was going to say 20 years ago. I thought, you know, 20 years ago, you'd have been too young to be paying attention. Ago. So I thought I would start I would with say 10. Worse off, man. I would say worse off because the, the two biggest things happened back to back. We had Trump who brought racism, white supremacy and all that to the forefront. It was always there, but everybody, but he made it okay to be that way and then of course you know we have the social media around to where you can spread that quickly and then right after that or during that we had covid which changed everything oh that was well. a double whammy it was like haven't we suffered right. oh. <laughs> no no breath no and breath like, oh. yeah all of a sudden we got this but wait a minute we have to stay home and everything else is changing and everything so i mean like those two things back to back it's we're still you know we're still obviously feeling those effects and those effects are going to stick around for years to come so i would say we were better off 10 years ago what what was happening 10 years ago i don't even know and that's how much better we are we were then <laughs> because there's nothing significant that i could there's think nothing of. to point your finger at and say yeah remember no. when i mean i guess i guess 10 years ago was shortly after 9 11 but after 9 11 we were all united everybody was we're all american everybody was friendly and unless of course you didn't look american in which case, you know, whatever, it's we're back to where we are now. But I mean, that that was our most united time in probably you know history is after nine eleven, and then all those same people, all those patriots, 
are still around today and they've raised little patriots who are a different kind of patriotic. Yeah, what is Thank that called? So. Nationalist. Nationalist, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I've, I've had to learn some new terminology that I, I were not proud of my, my usual vocabulary. But yeah, um, say again? We all have. <clears throat> So, I mean, that's semi-related, but I'm, I'm just really also wondering, do you recall taking a class on how government works? Did they teach that yeah. in school? I, I failed government. That's why I had to go to summer school. <laughs> I failed it in my last two weeks because I didn't do my final or I turned my final in like two days later or something. And he wouldn't give me a pass. I still I remember that. This is the same guy who didn't let me in the prom because we showed up late. Uh, well, yeah. uh, okay. <laughs> so, yes, I took government. <laughs> Okay, well, I guess good thing you have a good memory. I didn't remember that. But the reason I'm asking is because, you know, I don't know how much you pay attention to the news, but people are always complaining about how the president slash the elected officials are not doing more of whatever the issue is, as if they've forgotten or otherwise don't realize that no one person can enact a law or at least not any or all laws. You know, there are restrictions on individual powers for a reason. And so when I hear people say, well, why aren't you doing such and such and so forth? Then I'm like, you know, have you opened a book lately? Do you know how government works? Right. <sighs> I do, to answer your question, if you're asking me directly, yes, I do know that. I mean, you know, not to sound conspiratorial or anything like that, but obviously the president is more or less, you know, a puppet involved in, you know, everything else. There's other people making these decisions. He gets to make, you know, there, there are, there are, uh, what do you call it? executive executive orders and this that and the other but ultimately it's not up to him to decide he doesn't have to find a word right i mean he can make executive orders about something but not everything can be an executive order right um and so that is one you know quote unquote sweep of the pen but you know these bigger bills or laws that are you know he's been working on for i get my goodness two years now um it's it's you know it's a challenge and then every time i hear that i'm like oh i mean i'm just as frustrated as the next person that they're not passed especially when there's internal fighting who knew how poorly the system was set up to just allow business not to get done that's the rest that's the other side of the coin mm. um okay so we have tap danced around the backstory let's get to the meat of the matter Okay, reversal of Roe versus Wade, Roe v. Wade. Now, honestly, although let, let the record reflect that I am well past childbearing age, absent you know any scientific intervention, um, but I'm still very disturbed about the reversal. And more in particular, I am really disturbed about their reasoning and or their logic behind their decision. And then, of course, they did it on the last day they were in session. So it's like, OK, we're going to drop this bomb and then we're going to run off while the smoke clears. Um, so that was a little bit cowardly um, just to keep it clean. But um, and I don't know if you you saw you've seen the headlines. I was talking to somebody. I don't think it was you, but quote unquote how, you know, men are quote unquote massing in to get vasectomies. And so this decision was made. Sure. I saw as, something like that, but none. Yeah, the, you know, the, the reversal was made as a, well, frankly, you know, to lessen the, the rights of women. 
but it sounds like they did not take into impact or take into consideration, you know, how the men would think about it. Um, I'm not asking necessarily, do you believe in abortion? But I'm asking, what do you think about this change and how they did it? I 100% believe in a woman's right to choose. It blows my mind that we as men who are men are basically running the country. I mean, not basically, but we can tell a woman what she can do, that she has to have this baby, no matter the circumstance, whether or not the circumstance does not matter. It's, it's, it's inhumane and we should not be able to just tell someone, tell a woman in this state, that state, this whole country that you have to have this baby. I don't care what happened to you. You have to have this baby, especially when these people making these decisions have nothing to do with raising this baby, no matter mm -hmm. how it was conceived or no matter how it was born or no matter the situation, handicapped, rape, whatever. They have, they're, they're sitting somewhere in their house and wherever they live while this poor child sometimes has to, is forced to suddenly raise a baby. I mean, the most obvious case in the news right now is the ten-year-old. That that is that is insane. And I saw I saw a headline today that one of these GOP people said that they that they would have decided that she should have to carry that baby. That oh, is, really? that is that I did is, not that see my, that. That is mind-blowingly insane. <laughs> that, that, that somebody not, not a, I mean, I'm sure you know there are people in this country that that feel that and believe that and think that. But a person and a, a, a public person a and person one of our in representatives, a position of authority, yeah, yes, yeah. One of our, what, what are these? What if one of our members of government said out loud that she should have been forced to have that baby? Mm. I didn't hear and that. Did you Thank see you. the thing that, that I mean that everybody is everybody on the right, whatever you want to call them, was like, oh, this story is too convenient to be true. Oh, this can't happen. This is this was on this is on TV. They are saying this. I, I saw that. I did see that. And then they, they proved it. Twenty four hours later, or twenty four hours later, the, the the guy confessed. What? Come on, man. I just can't wrap my head around this whole thing. And also, it, it like you said, when they did it, like I mean, I know it was an issue. It's always been like a, an ongoing thing for, for somebody. One of these Republicans that want to, you know, ban abortion and like, but I, you know, it's been it's been law for years, and then just all of a sudden it's just, nope, no more. Like if, to me, it kind of came out of nowhere. It's always been like it's always been a talking point for them, right? But for me, like to see that, oh yeah, and first of the leaked documents, but then for then all of a sudden they just overturned this. All of a sudden, this is the law of the land. That's just I, I can't wrap my head around that. I can't wrap my head around you telling someone that they have to have this child, no matter what, no matter the situation. And sure, there are some states where like, okay, after, you know, so many months or after this or in, in rape cases or, um, you know, certain cases or when the mother's going to die if she has the baby in certain states or whatever. But you should just not be able, that should not even be a question. It should not even be a question. It should not even, it should have never been a question. It should never be a question. It's up to the person that's going to have the baby. It's plain, I mean, I cannot be simpler than that. It cannot be more simple than it is up to the person who has to carry this baby for however many years or not.
or just for you know i mean it's that's that's it's insane to me and i don't care and i and i don't understand why everybody cares as far as as far as as far as the people who want to ban this thing you know they're playing you know they talk about religion or whatever but i mean i consider myself agnostic so that is a a a, a no-go for me that is definitely not a, a, a reason but other than that why do you even care why do you even care why do you even care why do they care is it well, just because actually talking to one of my managers and that was my i don't know I always start my conversations off with a fuss. And I said something like, our problem, when I'm using the word our, and I'm meaning the nation, current state of being is that everyone's busy minding everyone else's business. Right. And if they could get out of everyone else's business and just handle their own business, we'd be so much better off. So why is it okay to be, you know, I just, I need a t-shirt that says, you're not the boss of me. Um, You know, and I need the one that says, please, six feet apart. You know, I need a whole wardrobe, but um, that's that to me. I mean, when you just take it down to its most basic form, everyone's busy minding everyone else's business instead of their own. But um, so much. Go ahead, and then I'm just gonna go. Well, I'm just gonna say. I mean, that's just that's just a big thing to be minding somebody. That that's a big part of somebody else's business to be minding. Like you don't mean like. Uh, oh no! I mean, yeah, too true, too true. Um, you know, I'm also concerned about their intent to review other decisions related to right. the intimate rights. You know, they're looking at you know, once upon a time it was illegal to marry someone who's not your race. Um, and for Clarence Thomas, reportedly was the one who said we need to look at these other precedents as well. Um, right. You know, the response to him, well. If you do that, then what's going to happen to you and your marriage, right? Because, you know, he's married to this woman who is not Black. And so what is, you know, the the whole thing about when you're pointing, you've heard that thing, when you're pointing your finger at someone else, there are, what, four other fingers pointing back at you or three other fingers, right? So, I mean, when he's going to pull the rug out or try and pull the rug out from other people, if he definitely is looking at interracial marriage, he's in trouble. And then, of course, their faith that they're going after the gay marriage rights and then contraception even came up. And I'm like, what year are we living in? Um, so that's part of my horror about what's coming next because the thing of it is, look, I wanna say this and I'm gonna start getting the haters, but people keep referring to the constitution, which is how old? And you know, the people who wrote the constitution, I haven't read it since school. Let's agree that's many, many, I use the word many years ago, but they couldn't conceive of, you know, the advancements that we have made. And so I think that they use the constitution as their basis for decision-making and as a framework, but it also has not been modernized since it's been written. And I say that, okay, was it civil rights? You know, it's been amended periodically. And I'm mm. gonna just tell you one more thing I'm not sure you're aware of, because while I was researching our last podcast, I was reminded that the Equal Rights Amendment for Women was first drafted in 1923. After 1923, it got put on a back burner big time until in 1972, Congress finally edited or otherwise revised it to a format that was acceptable for them to put forward to be ratified. So from 1972 
that was, I mean, 1923, 1972, that was 48 years. And then I forgot to do the math. Was there going to be another 36 years before the 38th state finally ratified it? And that was Virginia in 2018. So I hope I got the math right. So, uh, but, okay, so they have enough states who ratified it. And I don't remember what ratified mean. I know that was in my class. I do remember that term, but I could not explain it to you right now. But um, so it's like seconding a vote. And that's like saying, yes, we agree, we agree. We can move it forward. So it, it took 38 states and it took them, actually 30 states within the first year did it and said, okay, yes, let's move forward. This is the right thing to do. And then between, I don't, so if it was first put forward in 1972, a year later, so between 73 and 74, 30 people said, yes, let's go for it. It still took until 2018, all those years in between for us to get to 38. So now we can, you know, make it law, but we have not. That was 2018. It is still not part of the constitution. So you can see they do not want women to have rights. And I'm so disturbed by that. I'm disturbed enough. I feel like I should run for office. I want you to know that. Uh-huh. Okay. Got my voice. <laughs> so do you feel that the government is working for the people? That's really where I wanted to go with this. No, definitely not. Um, the government is, I don't, I don't know if we've ever been working for the people. The government is working for themselves. Maybe, you know, like you said, when the constitution was written, maybe they had good intentions of working for the people. But I think it's like you said, I mean, it's what, 200 years old or something like that. And it's, they could not foresee where we are now. <clears throat> or maybe they could on some level, but definitely not on the level we are at now. And it's like, you, yeah, they keep referring back to the Constitution, which on some, some points I agree. Other points, I mean, this cannot be the, 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 the law of the land. But if it's not the law of the land, then what is? So right. Either- I'm not saying we throw out the Constitution because, you know, again, hater nation no i'd be in trouble that's not my point my point is it is um it has is not a modern document and we need to put modern considerations into the framework i think the constitution provides a reasonable framework with which to manage i guess legislate our country but it needs to be with modern sensibilities and that is not the case i don't say same thing about the Bible because that we're we're this, as a nation that's what we're going off. Look, going are you trying to get my 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 podcast taken <laughs> off the airwaves? Look, we're not. We we I did not want to take a deep dive into politics. And now you're trying to slip around the corner into the religion. No, we are not going there. That's apples and apples. We are not going there. So uh, so let's let's look at our other. So there's three huge. There are three. Well, here, let me let me let me touch on what you just said about the women and and this and 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 the equal rights. Yeah, the equal rights and the laws. That to me is also mind blowing. The whole gender, you know, the the gender wage gap and all that. I don't understand this thing. I don't understand how in 2022, however many years later, this is still an issue, and it's not it's not like it's it's not like it's a, a secret issue. I mean, this is about this has been brought to the forefront for years and years and years and years. And then yet nothing is being done about it. I just don't understand why somebody who like, I mean, it's silly to me. I, I mean, it really is truly silly to me. She's, 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 we're doing the same job. She's making less than me. She's doing a better job at it. No less. So, you know what I mean? Like I just, it's silly to me. I don't understand it. I don't understand racism. I don't understand genderism. I don't, I don't, I don't understand this. I don't understand it. It's, it just doesn't, makes sense to me it defies logic and that's the whole it defies logic 
the thing that for me, it. I'm too logic based and I know that. And so I get that frustrated is. when people are not logical. And I know that's not how the world works. That's where I get it. And I'm it's it's a it's it's a real thing. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, the, the rest of it is that, you know. OK, I can't say the rest of it. there's too much that we can't really get into one episode, but I, I do want to touch on a couple more things. And I'll just say something simple. Like, you know, when Biden was elected, he was, you know, he had, I want to say a couple of platforms. He had some some big issues that he wanted to bring forward. And this were, you know, were, first of all, we need to say, for example, the infrastructure bill. And um, I mean, I just don't understand why, first of all, why would somebody be against it? Because the country is... over 200 years old, I should know the number by now. But you know, you know, the bridges, the roads, they need work, that's the wear and tear. Who is against, you know, repairing and making them more safe? It and doesn't I benefit them. Huh? Individual. It does not benefit the individual. This is the problem. They don't see the immediate benefit for them. Yeah. And when there's there's infighting within the Democratic Party, or why are you being a stumbling block? And so my point is, if you're not going to support something, then get out of the way. But people are being deliberate obstructionists to not not only are they not helping, but they're trying to prevent. So again, I guess this kind of comes back to that whole logic thing that kind of bothers me immensely. But um, and yeah, I am trying to get canceled because I'm. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I guess I'll leave the last one for the last one. Let's just talk about climate control or climate change. You know, because I, you would be proud to know that I am very good about uh, composting now. Never mind that it became the law that you hear. As a January one, you had to you have to begin composting, and they're supposed to be checking. Wow. Um, so I'm I, I would even consider getting the little thing that sits on the counter. But right now, I just keep it until it's enough and then I throw it out or whatever, but um, who? We'll have to expand on that some other time. So um, Manchin, for example, you know what he said? The reason he doesn't want to support, actually, I'm not sure if it was climate change or if it was the COVID money. He did not want to give anybody any more money because he thought they would all spend it on drugs. And I thought that was very telling because he represents Virginia. And why should I know this? I don't know, but I do. And I thought that was very telling of how little he thinks of his constituents is that we can't give them more money because they're just going to spend it on drugs. That is 200% what he said. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously he's from Virginia, which is a cold state. And that's the reason he does not support climate change. So it's like the other 49 states can go to hell in the handbasket because you want to keep the coal burning, which is causing climate change and you know vicious cycle. So from recycling to composting, being careful with my electricity use, or, you know, I mean, I feel like these are some things that the individual can do, and we hope that they add up to enough, and it's probably not enough, but I mean, I'm, you know, we, every, every other day, I'm going to say, there's another picture of Lake Mead, for example, which is where you are, and how bone dry it is, and how much, how many states, I want to say, depend on the water from Lake Mead that is drying up, and the Colorado River, and there's another one up, there's two, where Lake Folsom, and there's some other lakes, reservoirs, there we go, you know, that are drying up, and people are like, I, I, I don't understand why we're not making rain, first of all. I mean, we, ha- we have the technology, 
And mm. I know that's a soundbite from a commercial or from a movie, but I'm saying we, we could use technology for good. Why aren't we at least creating rain while we figure out how to get to, you know, resu- uh, reduced carbon? Um, what's that word? Comes after carbon. Um, carbon footprint. Say again. Who? Carbon footprint. Well, I think it might be a different word, but so that was pretty close to a soapbox. And I know that you scolded me time before about not recycling, although I do. Um, but as the individual, is it worth doing anything? Or what are your what are your thoughts on that? <clears throat> well, first off, let as me just an say individual, let me go ahead. Where uh, so thanks for exposing my location. I will not do the same to you. So where you live has a horrible recycling program. <laughs> <laughs> People know where I am. Thank you. <laughs> okay, well. And I, and I really wanted to actually like put them on blast and make that known so they can improve that, but I never really got around to that. Um, and I think this all goes back to the same thing we're talking about as far as an infrastructure. It does not concern the individual. The individual does not think about tomorrow, 10 years from now, five years from now, where's this planet going? Where's it going to be? The individual is worried about paying his bills. How am I going to eat? Where am I going to work tomorrow? They're not worried about conserving water or recycling or anything that does not involve them as a whole. And that could be a a bit cynical, but I mean, that's been my experience. Um, Now there are individuals such as myself who do care and do think about that. Even if I'm not gonna be here 10 years now, I just think it's the, the things we can do to reduce our carbon footprint and our harm on this planet are so, so simple. They're so easy. Most of the things, I mean, they're, they're obviously, you know, we can't, you know, I don't know, there's there's some things we just can't live without. Well, we could technically live without, but, you know, it would be harder to get rid of or stop doing or whatever. But some of the things that make a big impact are incredibly easy and people choose not to do it. So what I about, mean, uh, I think it's a California thing, and some states were trying to do it before the last president rolled it back, but making electric vehicles, for example, the norm that as of, is it 2030? I think they're trying to make like no more combustible combustible engine vehicles could be sold. Wow. Um, what is that? 10, well, I don't know, it's eight years from now, but whatever the date, maybe it's 2035, 2050, I'm not sure. But what do you think about requiring everyone? And I know for sure in California that after whatever that date is, no more gas stoves can be sold. Everything has to be electric. So, I mean, I think those are pretty strange, especially at the price points because electric vehicles are horribly high because I would like an electric vehicle. I just don't have that kind of money, Um, for example. And I don't think your state is doing that. Excuse me. That's the other problem. When you, when you make the, the things that help the environment cost more, people don't want to spend that extra money. Yeah, it is a challenge. So I, I saved the best for last. We are coming to our last, um, the last question I'm going to pause it. Obviously, you can bring up something else, but. Um, oh, well, I'm sorry. I, I, know you, I know you're on a time limit, but I just, it's, a, it's related. California thing. I heard they're doing something about the one-use plastics, and California is a leading is is a the their leader in what they do in the industry because they're um, well they're Californian, so people follow them. So I read an article that said that with this new plastic law that they're coming into, that they're hoping that it spreads throughout the rest of the nation, which I do also. So go ahead. 
But you don't know what the law is? That what? It's the that, one that use there plastic can that be no get rid of one be, use plastic? Yeah, basically. So like wrappings are gonna have to be They'll made out of like, mm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not in love with Newsom. Um he's 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 a bit of he's a little bit, you know, out there. But I do mm-hmm. think that, you know, some of his 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 laws, if you will, or or legislature or efforts have, you know, they do make sense because I, I can see, um, you know, trying to make a difference. It is a challenge, but I mean, I haven't drank the Kool-Aid. I'm not there yet, but um, I just, I just, I just wish, and I don't like to use the word wish. That's one of my other words that I need to get rid of, but that people could come together and work together for the greater good. And so it is a challenge when people do not. Um, so, have you seen the latest video on Uvalde where they showed with greater, the hallway? Huh? The hallway, the inside from inside the yes. school? Yes. Yes. I, I, <laughs> I don't know why they keep saying people want answers. We have the answers. What we don't know is the why. Um, but, I, and I'm only raising that question because of. And the other word I don't like to use is the word why. So let me see how I can replace the word why. Let me see. The other mind boggler for me is how people can be so against gun control, reasonable gun control, because every time someone uses the C word then people lose their mind and, and just start screaming Second Amendment. And, and, and the reading of Second Amendment does not say that you have the right to, oh, I guess this is a question for you, isn't it? you have the right to mindlessly slaughter people. Now, there nowhere in the Second Amendment does it say that. It's supposed to be about, you know, um, protecting your own, or um, I think they use serving in the militia, but, you know, indiscriminately shooting others or, um, you know, using it to steal, to kill uh, indiscriminately is not what the Second Amendment is about. So, and what do we say? Now you live in an open carry state. And on the other hand, California and New York, those are the two states I know uh, of this, that why don't you have a reason to, you know, have a, a, a carry a gun on you. Um, I think the Supreme Court just shut that down. Right, yeah, they said, no, you can't do that. And so that's what I'm like, again, if you're not helping, just get out of the way. Why are you being such an obstructionist about it? So I'm not even sure what my question is. Uh, If you can help me understand the reasoning why, uh, again, I don't want to use the word why, but the reasoning behind people who shall remain nameless, because I have many names for them, but, um, you know, are are just not being logical about that. What, what? I don't I, think I'm just stumbling over the word. I keep wanting to say why, and that is not the word that I do not like the word why. How can there be so much orneriness? I think that's it, it's orneriness over being reasonable. <clears throat> and you well, have 30 seconds to respond. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I think it goes like I've read, I've been I try to stay up on the news, however informative that is. Um, but from most of the things I've read, the majority of Americans support gun control. I know that goes back to the first conversation we had is 
They're not working for the people. They're not legislating for the people. Well, They're doing whatever they want to do because the other people have said this. Were the legislatures doing that? But so yeah, I mean, that's there's your answer. I mean, that's the short answer. That's pretty much the short answer. And I don't think it goes back to you know it always comes back to the NRA and the money and this that and the other. But I, it's more than that. Um, but it is just the people in power don't care what the rest of us think. And that's just the short and simple answer. Now, I support gun control. I am a proud gun owner. Um, <clears throat> I don't think a ban solves anything because there are more guns than Americans. So you could ban the production, new production of weapons, but that does not. I don't think anyone talked about banning production. What they wanted to do was limit who could get one legally. Excuse me? Yeah, people can excuse get a gun. Me. Excuse me. Excuse no, me. No. Biden's whole platform, just today, I'm... Jill Biden is promoting uh, banning assault weapons. Just today. That's in the news today. They are support. They are talking about a ban. That is the, the, the number one thing you're talking about is banning assault rifles. What I'm saying is. Well, you banning said manufacturing, assault... but okay. I'm saying future. If you, well, if you ban them, you cannot manufacture future assault rifles. It doesn't do everything that exists right now is grandfathered in. They're not taking. They're not coming to your. Well, not yet. They're not coming to your house to take your assault rifles. Everything that exists now exists now. Banning them would suggest that you cannot produce future assault rifles. It doesn't. I, have I heard that has been the, the sale, but I guess what I'm trying to say is. Well, I mean, you know, there are extremes on either side, right? It's like absolutely no guns, absolutely never, ever, as long as anyone shall live. And then there's like, you know, everyone gets a gun as soon as they get pooted out, right? So, you know, you have extremes and then there's however we kind of try and meet in the middle with something that makes sense. I mean, it makes total sense that you need to be a certain age before you can buy a lethal yeah. weapon. You can't be 18 years old and go buy an assault rifle. You I should not be able to be 18 old. and go my buy an assault old. weapon. You don't have the maturity to have that kind of power in your hands. Even and 21 is not even, I mean, that's that's still sketchy, but 18 for sure you should not be able to buy an assault rifle. Right, so. But like I, I said, as a gun owner, that's something I support. I support that. That's just common. I support the common sense gun laws. I mean, like the back, the extended background checks. You can go to, uh, you can still go to a gun show. I can go to a gun show here and buy something without ever being on a paper. You should not be able to do that. You shouldn't. Be, I shouldn't be able to do that. I shouldn't be able to go there and buy something without any kind of background check or whatever. Just walk out with it. I don't think that's right. I own firearms, several. Okay, I don't you think probably need right. to stop talking. Um, that's just really fine. This was not show and tell, um, but I'm just saying. But I, but I'm trying to give you the point of view of, a, of of an avid firearms owner because you have the. I'm not a gun nut, you know what I mean. But I, but I support these really basic, simple laws. You should be able. You should not be able to be 18 years old and go in and buy an assault rifle. I don't even think you should be able to 21 years old and go in and buy an assault rifle. You, you should not. If, Why if, does if a one, layman need an assault rifle? <clears throat> Bambi is not charging you. Bambi is not gonna, you know, if, if okay, this is not show and tell, but they're fun. It is fun. They're fun. I go out in the desert and I shoot at not inanimate objects, and it is a stress reliever. It is, I mean, it's it's a good time. Now, do you need it for anything other than the zombie apocalypse? No, probably not. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't be able to get one if your head is on straight. 
Well, there is a fine place to put a period in this debate because <laughs> I think that also goes to what we spoke about at the beginning is, you know, growing pains or meltdown. So, um, ah, nice callback. Actually, that does, that's a full 180 right there. Thank you. Thank you. I, I do try. Um, you know, it, it's so many, I think all we've done here is just <laughs> raise more questions than we have answers for, but, um, I, I, I wanted to, it's just good to have other viewpoints and ideally, you know, we have some, we want to be able to offer up solutions. And I will say that we, Divas, Diamonds and Dollars, generally end our podcast with action items. So for example, what can our listeners do with what they've heard today, Eric? I mean, just about what anybody could do when they hear about anything they disagree with is take a stand, do something, or we could sit around and do nothing. There's really only two options. Okay, so let's just say when we hang up, what's one thing you can do right now? Uh. Mm, that's a good one. I don't know, maybe find like-minded people, whether that's through social media or just work or whatever, and maybe band together and find other like-minded people. But that could be tough to do because you could, you know, find yourself in a sticky situation when you find somebody who's completely unlike-minded. Um, well, I, I think, yeah, if we, I, I always feel that, quote unquote, you know, when we work collaboratively together, together, we can do more. Um, and so I will, we will close with that. Uh, where we left our other podcast is that on the one to many level, right? Obviously consider voting, let your voice be heard by voting, um, support those who, who well, are at least promoting what you agree, you know, Feel would move the country in the right direction. Consider volunteering and supporting agencies and or um, <clears throat> who, who are running for office uh, and, you know, on platforms that you believe in. And then, of course, there's philanthropy, right? So you can let your money or your time, you know, in-kind services, again, support the agencies that are nonprofits that are working on ways to heal the world, if you will. Um, the world could use a huge hug, and unfortunately, it's not physically possible. But if we could treat each other better, it it could be in a, uh, a virtual hug. You were saying, as we wrap up, I was just going to say the voting thing would have been a good topic to talk about because that's seeming more and more futile as we progress towards our next uh, uh, election due to all the voting rights infringements that they're trying to you know put on all of us but we won't get too far into that um I, voting used to be a good thing maybe not so much in the future i don't want to downplay voting uh but i do want to thank you for letting me vent because of this these things have been on my mind i haven't been able to really talk to anybody about them because they're very divisive to say the least <clears throat> and it's also comforting to know that we share the same uh, empathy, if nothing else, at least worldviews as far as 
what's wrong with everybody. We should just get along. <laughs> okay, I don't know if we said what's wrong with everybody because I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to lead the, the, I don't want to put the period right there. And I'm just going to go back to the voting. We cannot throw up our hands and say, "Oh, it's all a hot mess. I can't do anything." I don't, I don't, I don't want that to be the thought either. We That's still fair. need to vote, and we still need to try and do our part, even if they're going to make us work harder and able to vote. We still need to go out there and put our foot in it. Um, and I would, I talk about being an obstructionist. I'm not going to let you get away with it. So I'm going to vote until I, till my eyes fall out. Um, but anyway, we'll have to do this again. Thank you so much. Maybe you'll come back for another Friday hot topic and see what else we need to talk about. Definitely. So, I'm glad you have me. Um, I will definitely be glad to come back. All right. Thank you so much. And thank you for joining us today on Divas, Diamonds, and Dollars podcast. Make sure you tune in for our next episode. Cheers. <laughs>